Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. Thank you for returning or thank you for joining me. Glad to have you back again this week. Um, I've got a new topic, but first let me go back and thank my last guest. Um, I don't know if I've thanked the, well, I'm going to thank the last two. So first we are going to thank CJ, who is CJ the smart guy, aka Charles Kelly. He came on and schooled us all about um, taxes, especially when it comes to cryptocurrencies. This is a new arena for the IRS, just like it has been a new arena for everybody else. So if you did not listen to that episode, please go back and re-listen to that episode with CJ the Smart Guy. Follow him on all social media locations as CJ the Smart Guy. So also, I would like to thank Paul Njunko. Am I saying it right? Njunko? Njuku. Okay, Paul, I hope I got that right. Paul came on and spoke to us. Um, we had a good discussion about the disaster loan programs. So we did the PPP. We did the EIDL program. He gave really good advice um, on how to clear the debts if you have the loan that can be written off or how to stay in good standing if you are not going to be able to write it off how you can still stay out of jail or stay out of, um, not foreclosure, but um, what's it called when you owe the money? Rearage. Yeah, rearage, whatever, collections, all that stuff. Um, And I I just saw another article pop up today, some pastor possibly going to jail, and I think he's in Baltimore behind the PPP. He had both loans. He had both the loans. So anyway. Um, definitely listen to that episode. Paul gave really, really, really good advice. I know a lot of people have these loans out here. So listen to that. And um, I shared his contact information as well. So reach out to him if you have any questions. And I'm sure he would be happy to help you. So today we are going to start on a new topic. This topic was, I don't even know if it existed when I started the podcast. It, it did. It just wasn't. And as popular as it has become yeah. over the last two months. Okay. Really. So, and, and, and let me introduce my guests since you hear them talking here. Link, this is your third? Third, third episode. All right. Yeah. This is the third time we've had Mr. Link Green, the chemist, with me. My friend Link is here. He has been on with budgeting before. He's been on with the crypto episode before. Today he's here with me by himself, so we'll see if he can hold his own. Uh-oh. but we're going to talk about today guys nfts um like i said i'm not heavy into the nft space i'm in it but i'm not heavy into it i'm definitely not the expert so nfts stand for non-fungible wait nf non-fungible tokens correct um and this is new in the crypto i don't know is it the crypto or when i say blockchain both all right, so both, both of them. In the blockchain space, crypto space, what have you. Yes. And I'll, I'll go into that. Don't yeah, worry. so <laughs> I'm going to let him start, but it stands for non-fungible tokens. Correct. Um, a token being a token. We've covered tokens a little bit when we did cryptocurrencies. You've got some coins that are considered coins, and they're the currency. Some are considered tokens, and they get you 
benefits to some place, but tokens typically run on somebody else's blockchain. So mm -hmm. we've kind of covered that a little bit. Fungible, the definition of fungible means that it's not easily um, duplicated. Non-fungible. I mean, non-fungible, right. Yes. <laughs> non-fungible. Not easily duplicated. Correct, correct. Um, so that's the def that's the whole definition. But Link, I'm gonna let you jump in here today, and you go ahead and start us off. You guys, I'm I'm a I'm a quasi I'm a 50 50 believer. I'm on the line. So, <laughs> so we just uh, just to give everyone some insight, we just had a full blown debate as to whether or not um, NFTs are something that Kai is going to buy into completely. So hopefully by the end of this, we can make her a believer. Um, but as I was introduced, thank you for the introduction, Kai. My name is Link Green, the chemist or uh, simply the crypto chemist is what I'm called. Uh, myself and my colleagues, Maurice Jackson and Deshaun Miller, um, we are cryptocurrency coaches, experts, fintech um, experts. Uh, we've just recently began Infinite um, Digital Management. Uh, that's spelled N-F-I-N-I-T, Digital Management. We're in, um, we do have a, a digital management company where we specialize in NFTs, managing them for people, um, minting, etc. So we have gone into this newly emerging NFT market uh, with our cryptocurrency experience and, uh, the, you know, the connections that we have in, in the crypto space and we're, we're taking advantage of this. So basically what a, an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token. And as Kai just indicated, it, it just means that it's a one-of-a-kind version of that piece of art. It could be it could be anything from art. It could be uh, music. It could be video game characters or video game objects in a video game, land in a video game. Uh, but these are all examples of non-fungible tokens. So just to give a, a um, distinction... Bitcoin is what is considered fungible, right? Because you can trade one Bitcoin for another and you'll have the exact same thing. However, with non-fungible digital assets, um, there may be a certain limited amount of those assets minted, right, created. Um, but if you, you can trade one of those for a, a, another type of digital asset, that may be the same value, but they're two completely different things. So this is what we mean by one of a kind. Um, and, and it being non-fungible, right? So um, that's pretty much what NFTs are. Uh, they are part of, for the most part, the Ethereum blockchain. And as many of us may or may not know, Ethereum is a type of cryptocurrency, but its blockchain is what supports these NFTs, which means these NFTs that are built uh, or minted go on to the Ethereum blockchain where they are managed, they have... Um, extra information that goes along with them that makes them work differently from actual cryptocurrencies and uh, this is what makes them you know specific um, and the the nft market has been around since i believe about 2000 late 2016 early 2017 but definitely in 2017 uh, but it was very obscure you know and there, were, there was a small amount of people who were in the market and it wasn't until Early this year, that it really blew up. You have uh, NBA Top Shot, you have um, uh, Super Rare, you have Nifty Gateway, Wax, all of these different NFT companies and platforms that are really blowing up. And you see NFTs selling for tens of thousands, even millions of dollars. Uh, it used to be that 
cryptocurrency was the only industry that had made more millionaires in the last 10 years than any other industry. Well, now the NFT market or the NFT industry has made more millionaires in the last six months to a year than any other industry that exists. So this is something that we really need to start paying attention to. So, I like I said, I'm kind of 50-50. I can see where this makes sense, honestly. And, and <laughs> my daughter has helped me with the video games. Mm-hmm. You know, she's on, um, what's it called? Roblox. Roblox, yeah. And so we have Robux. And I, she had to help me understand that with her Robux, she can buy new characters and new outfits and accessories for her games and all these little things, weapons. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get that. I, I, I get that a little bit. Yeah. Um, the artwork, I, I kind of get too. Um, I, I understand, you know, I have friends that draw digitally. I have a niece actually. Yep. That's gonna, I clearly is going to grow up. Her mom is an artist. Her father's so both her parents are artists and clearly she is artistically gifted, but she's only that my, there's she's the same age as my daughter. So 10, mm-hmm. she's already drawing physically on paper, pen, yeah. markers, but exactly. she's learning digitally as well. And and that would be my question. Like how how have her parents sustained themselves being artists? Do they do they do their art full time or do they have other jobs or um they both do other jobs. You see what I'm saying? So with the NFT market in these but digital they're old. This yeah. was before NFTs. Wow. Yeah, that's what. I'm, yeah, yeah, that's that's where I'm going with it. They painted I, on not canvas. I'm, no, that's not. Sewing. That's not my point. So, and 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 that's another thing. You can create. Well, first, let me start with what I was going to say. The NFT market has made it so that the starving artist, the idea of the starving artist, is now becoming null and void because artists can put their 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 art out into the marketplace, and people want to buy digital versions. And not only do they want to buy digital versions, but every time that art is resold, the original person who put it onto the blockchain, which is the artist, is getting paid from this. I'm with that part. Every single time. So you don't the, the the idea of a starving artist is you know that's that's becoming obsolete. Um, and now your niece, who is 10, by the time she is 15, as a matter of fact, by the time she's 12, she can be getting paid from her art multiple times every time that it's resold. So that is one thing. Another thing is you can get a physical copy. Um, there are crypto, excuse me, there are um, NFT sneakers. There are NFT, you know, pieces, items of clothing that the person purchases the NFT and they get the physical copy. They get the physical, you know, piece. So their NFT sneakers right now, um, I think they're called Hold, HODL, H-O-D-L sneakers. Uh, you can you can buy them on the Wax blockchain, um, but excuse me, on on the Wax platform. But those sneakers are selling for more than five hundred dollars, uh, probably more than that now. The, the last I checked was last month where they were selling for like five hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Okay, wait a minute. Let me understand this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pay for it with cryptocurrency on a blockchain mm-hmm. on their platform. Mm-hmm. Or you you don't have to use cryptocurrency. You oh, can use your, cash. yeah, you can oh, use debit your, your debit card. card. Yeah, okay. exactly. But I'm going to go to an NFT site. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find the tennis shoe or whatever it yes. is. I'm going to pay through the site. Yes. The platform. Correct. And then I'm going to get the physical yes. shoe sent to me in the mail, just like Amazon or any place. As well as the NFT. As well so as the NFT. I'm going to get a picture of version. the shoe and I'm going to get the actual shoe. 
It's not just a picture, though. See, you're, you're <laughs> oversimplifying. I can send you a picture of a shoe, and it means nothing, right? I can send you the picture. I'm going to get the registered copy from the artist that designed the shoe. Correct. A so you're registered. You, yes. You are from a big city, right? You're from a, an outskirt of a big city, but a big city nonetheless. You know that in the 80s, in the 90s, if you had something that was name brand, the first thing people wanted to do was verify that it was name brand. Mm-hmm. So if you were wearing, a say, a starter jacket, which was popular in the 90s and 80s, they wanted to know, hey, is this a real starter jacket or did you get this from where we're from on Canal Street where the right. Chinese sell everything Jewtown, in New York? Chicago. Okay, so <laughs> did you get that from, yeah, so so did you, which one is it? So now imagine, um, so when I was growing up in the 2000s, I was born in the 80s, but I grew up in the, in the late 90s and, and 2000s, it was the Louis bags, the Louis belts, the Gucci, and the first thing we would ask people is, is that real? And so, you know, you know, Louis Vuitton will give you a, a serial number or something like that. Well, now, when you ask, is that real? It's going to be, yes, it's verified on the blockchain. The blockchain. And there are only this many versions. And that's very important to people, no matter what. People don't want knockoffs. Everyone wants the real thing. So that is why. I, now, is it a bubble, NFTs, with, with things selling for millions and tens of thousands, $20,000, $30,000? Absolutely. It is a bubble. However... Everything is going this way. Yeah, because there's that. This is my point. There's only some things I care that they're certified or verified. There are little. There's name I mean, one. The things that I do care mm-hmm. about. So I have artists that I actually follow. I mean, I have artists I follow. I buy their artwork. Okay. I would want if I'm going to buy it, I would want it to be certified from that Absolutely. artist for two reasons. One, I believe in the artist. So I want this artist to get their money. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. don't, I don't want to buy it from the back alley. I want to support the artist. I want the artist to receive their money. Yep. And then because I I truly enjoy their art, obviously I want it to be an original. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of me just walking, you know, touring someplace. And I don't necessarily know the artist. Like I'm, I'm okay buying replicas of some items. Some items, having the original is not important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, I don't know if they'll do this, but with an NFT, because, okay, so we're using my artist. Okay. She makes the original print, right? She yeah. sells the original for $10,000. So if you want the original oil on canvas, it's 10000 But she's also made um, prints of it. Okay. So you can get the print for $99. Okay, NFT, yes. they I'm do familiar. the same thing. They got serial numbers or, you know, you have yes. the original NFT is one and then they, they print it or they have, you know, they made copies up to a hundred copies, a thousand. Yes, copies exactly. Okay. Yes. Um, so there's the process is called minting. So you would create your art, you know, on whatever platform, maybe Adobe Illustrator or whatever you're using. Um, and you would save it. You would render it into a file, which is, you know, JPEG, um, what's the other one? PNG, what, what have you. Mm-hmm. And then you would, register it on the blockchain and during that time while you're registering it whatever you know um, protocol that you're using is going to ask you how many versions of this copy would you like registered on yes would, would you like to release so now you don't have to the artist doesn't have to worry about the prints think about this that artist has to tug around or lug around those 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 prints those and this art I, the art around your house is huge a lot of these pieces in your house are huge so the artist has to lug around that art then they have to have the prints then they have to manage the inventory then they you know this blah 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 
Uh, imagine not having to do any of that and you're still getting your art out. And one thing that um, Orlando said that was really, I never thought about it. He said, you're hanging stuff up on your wall anyway. Digital art frames, by the time you're, you're done with it, it's, it's, it's about the, the uh, cost to actually frame a piece of artwork that you're going to buy anyway. So there are digital art frames. We know from um, going into restaurants. Yes, those, at the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, exa exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Those those TVs, the, what, the, what we think are TVs, are just big digital art frames that they're they're posting their menu in. So there are they're very affordable. It's already being done. Why not have your stuff verified on the blockchain? So when people come into your house, I know that the first thing that I see when people come are they look around at the art. You know, who did this? What is this from? So imagine now. 2025 because this is really it's really here right now 2025 people are scrolling through your digital art um, and there are also um, digital <clears throat> showrooms like Vivi is an app uh, where you can put all of your NFTs into a digital showroom and you can walk into the showroom and look around at your art your, your, or your figurines and show them off and you know it's really cool or there's something called um, augmented AR augmented reality where you can actually take a picture on your phone or open your phone up, open the app up on your phone and have the, the piece of art, or in this case, Vivi sells um, action figures. You can have the action figure in the home with you through the phone as you're looking through the lens and it's move. you can make it move, you can make it interact with you. It's really cool. And we have to be honest, this is a so-called new normal, right? And the new normal is social distancing, everyone being in their home, away from others, limiting yeah, their interaction. Yeah, I think we're feeding the dragon, though. That's the, you know... We, but we, I don't think that it's going to... I don't think that it's going to change, though. No, I'm I, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying I, I feel like we're helping them to put us in the matrix or to keep us in the matrix. We're, like, helping them along that is the for other us side to of be it. in the matrix. So I don't... That's, that is the other side of it, and I do agree. I do agree. We are helping them to force us to be social distancing the rest of our lives. I think that every prophecy that we that we that we look at, ancient prophecy, kind of tells us that we're going to step into a new paradigm, into a new realm of reality, and it's going to be a lot more um, virtual. If you look at like I'm, I'm a programmer, if you look at IT information technology and how they program, they literally use metaphysical principles and terms in order to program. So I think we're going in that in that direction either way, whether we think we're feeding the, 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 the dragon or the beast or what, what have you. Um, and I think that it's up to us to leverage it and make sure that we have more control over our reality or augmented reality than they do. But this stuff is coming whether we want to live off grid. I mean, the only thing you really do have as an option is to live off grid. You know what I mean? And you really, even In that. country. Exactly. <laughs> even In that is limited. Places. Yeah, so... Are you gonna Are you gonna fight it, which you can absolutely, or are you going to leverage it to your benefit? These shifts have happened many a times before us, uh, when our family was still putting their their money in the mattress and everything was going digital. And and look what happened. Like the the, the dollar is basically devalued. It's nothing. Um, so we can either take this shift and work it to our benefit, or we can fight it and you know see what kind of see what happens after that. So. The Mona Lisa cannot be duplicated as an NFT. Mm -hmm. Like her original is not her original, but the original mm -hmm. is it. We're not. We it can. It can be. It can be. Wait. So are you asking? Can the Mona Lisa be registered as an like minted as an NFT? I mean, can we NFT the Mona Lisa? Yes. 
Absolutely. Somebody probably has. We can look it up. Somebody probably has. But absolutely. And what, what that does is, first off, it makes the physical piece even more valuable when right. it's okay. That will always only be one. Correct. And, but then you had artists like, uh, I believe it was Pranksy, who was an, <coughs> excuse me, an NFT artist. He burned all of his original art. And it was, now it only exists digitally. And that also made that art way more valuable. So you can do either one. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just the process of verifying it that makes it, like, this is a, um, an example that Maurice gives, Maurice Jackson. He says, uh, if I give you a guitar right now, it's just a guitar, right? <clears throat> he sa- so this is, a, this is a, an example that Maurice gives. Uh, he says, um, if I give you a guitar right now, it's just a guitar, right? It means absolutely nothing to you. It's just a guitar. You may think that I'm a cool guy or we're friends and I give you the guitar. He said, but if Prince were still living and he gave you a guitar, that would be the only version of that guitar, number one. And do you know what that would do to the value of that guitar? Forget for you. Forget the fact that Prince gave it to you because it's already valuable if Prince owned it. But now he gave it to you. You know what I mean? He gave it to you. So what would that do to the value for that? But if someone says, oh, how do I know that Prince gave you that guitar? Maybe there's no signature on it. There's no transaction receipt. Well, if, it's, if Prince verifies that he transferred that guitar to you on the blockchain, then now the world knows this is big. You know what I mean? This, this, is, this, is, this is it. This is the actual Prince guitar. So that is one reason for it. And then now you have artists doing backstage um, passes. And I can't remember who the artist was. Uh, but there's, a, there's an artist who, if you purchase a certain NFT, you have a lifetime backstage pass to all of their events. Do you, do you know... It was, was yeah, it was it was like the gorillas or uh, yeah, please do. So there, you have a backstage pass for life. Um, you, so I, so yeah. for the registration purpose, I'm there. Okay, that's easy to understand. Okay, it's so, registered, certified. I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm just again, you see my stacks of paper everywhere. You're just you're just old fashioned. <laughs> I'm just a physical. I like to hold tangible items. Me too. So, and that, um, yeah, I get it. I definitely get that. But I mean, I, I love the registration and the recording part of it because also I like to. Kings of Leon. It was Kings of Leon. I know they did the album, but they did the the backstage pass too. Yeah. Oh wow, I got the Kings of Leon uh, off of Open Sea, but uh, I didn't know it was them. Yeah. So I must have just read it and didn't real it didn't register that it was them. Um, no, Maurice told me that too. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. Dang. But so yeah, I. I, I, I get the physicality of things. Like, even me, when I get a book, I want the physical book. I want to mark through mm-hmm. it, highlight it, mm-hmm. etc. But I would also like the, the, the um, either the audio book or the digital version so that I can have it anywhere. I right. can't carry all my books. As right. much as I travel, I can't carry all of my books. But when I travel, I want to be able to access those, those books. And now I can do that. Right. So yeah, there, I'm gonna say I'll pick and choose. Yes, because I, I agree. Some books I only have on audio, yep. and some books I have only physical, yep. and just a handful of them I have both. There's a few that I've actually bought, purchased more than one time. Yeah, but there's certain ones I do only do digitally, and there's certain ones that I only do physical. So let me ask you this: You've always been a big podcast um, fan. 
Were was there ever a time where you had to carry something around separate from your phone to be able to listen to your? Yes. Uh, okay, well, yes. tell me about well, that. Well, yes, you ask now. Yes, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, I've yeah. been a member of XM, so before S- Sirius, Sirius and XM combined when they were oh Sirius they combined. And, oh yes, I'm, I didn't I'm know that. Year one. Okay. <laughs> so it came out. I think XM Radio came out in two thousand and. Two maybe two thousand one okay. two thousand two. Said you went to a convention or something. Right, I used okay. to work for a company that hosted conventions. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And uh, CES Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah, I don't know. So CES came to town. It was two thousand one or two thousand two show. I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was there working, and they were there, and they mm-hmm. had a booth. Mm-hmm. So at that time, you had to buy. A serious XM or not so well not serious. I'm used to now they're merged, but okay. you had to buy a. It was like a Walkman size. Remember okay, Walkman? I thought so. Yes. So it was a little Walkman. I was size. I was in my teens at that time, yeah. but I, I, I remember. And they had different kind, like different designs. If you wanted one in your house, they had a prettier one. You could sit it on the table. If you wanted a small one mm-hmm. that you could carry, it was like a Walkman size. You could plug speakers into it. You know, mm-hmm. it was a little thing. But yeah, at, back then, it was its own device. So and they had a small one that you could take with you, so it was small enough you could carry it, but it, it wasn't with our phone. Right, and that's that's where I'm going with it. When XM merged with Sirius XM or wh- wh- whichever happened first, and they became more ubiquitous, uh, and they and they let go of that physical device. Did you say then, like I'm not going to listen to Sirius or XM well, radio so anymore? Well, so what happened was, too, at the same time. The cars, because when I had my original one, I had to, I had some type of uh, cord, auxiliary cord or some mm-hmm. type, where I plugged it into my audio in my car. Car, yes. So that's how I used to get XM in my vehicle. I had to physically carry it in, plug it in. So mm-hmm. then the cars updated where, you yes. know, you got the better mm-hmm. radio yep. systems. Mm-hmm. Now you could get it straight from your car. At, they did that first. Mm-hmm. So that meant you didn't have to have the car device anymore. And then now apps comes around because so they're, it was, they're so, out before apps. But was it more convenient? Is my yes, question. Yes, it was more yes. convenient. Yes. So yeah. you're saying like I know you you know with the papers and everything I get that this isn't the same. You're not just gonna make notes on <laughs> NFTs. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's more convenient for consumers, and that is a big plus for this industry. That is a big sell sell point for this industry. It is more convenient, and like I said. I think that the bubble is going to bust as far as them selling for as much as, as NFT selling for as much as they're selling for. Yeah, did you see the Taco Bell one? Yes. Sold out, and I was like, I see what it. is Taco Bell selling? Yes, but but Taco Bell is a lot of hype in Taco Bell. I remember working for Taco Bell when they released the Doritos tacos, and we had people, I was a supervisor, we had people wrapped around the building asking for Doritos tacos, the, the, the big box. So Taco Bell has always been a part of pop culture. I don't know how, but somehow they have um, inserted themselves into pop culture. So it was McDonald's could not do that. And McDonald's is very popular, right. but not in the way that Taco Bell is. So um, basically, that is a major selling point. And I, again, I, I know that this bubble is going to bust, but I, I know that NFTs at the same time aren't going anywhere. Everything, uh, there was an architect who registered his home on um, OpenSea. So he's selling his, he's selling the, I think it's the deed to his home or no, he's registering the fact that his home is a unique version of his home. Oh yes. As an NFT on the blockchain as an NFT. Yes. So, or, but for what purpose? 
resell value. Say I'm the architect of it. Yes. Think about it now. In affluent, in affluent communities, um, or in, in, in affluent, you know, groups, architecture is very important. It Who is. built the house is very important. So to you, it may not matter. Like you didn't care when you bought your house. Who built it? You cared about the value of the home, and yeah. Well, I mean, you cared right. about so it. So if for it's the, a Frank Lloyd Wright home, yes. Because those are registered. Every Frank Lloyd Wright home right. is registered with you know all kinds of organizations. Yes. I could see it. This house was originally in a development, a community place. No, yeah, but so. that's why I'm saying it's a certain class. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. You're not a classist. You're not, and no disrespect to you or to, no, to I'm them. I'm not bothered. Um, <laughs> but you're not one of those people who turns your nose up if it's not a Frank Lloyd home. Right. Um, but to those people, it's very valuable. Now I find benefit again with floor plans. These are things that the county should have, but not always. They're not always up to date. But I could see registering your floor plan. I could see you registering the that. builder. You can do I all of that. I could see registering, you know, things come with warranty. Uh, you know, you buy something. Oh, we got a 20-year warranty. Well, if I'm here 20 years mm -hmm. and I remember who I use or I sell the house and yep. I remember to give the next owner yep. copies of the registration, exactly. they can still get use of the warranty. So I mean that's what I'm saying. I'm fifty fifty. I know you. I, see, I know you. I, see I know some you. Yeah. I know it, you do. But some of the do. stuff I see people buying and selling. I'm and I like, agree. What in the heck are you gonna do with that? I agree. That? <laughs> but it is, your name is on that blockchain as a holder at some point right. of so of this icon. Be searching you at one point because exactly. they need to use. They need to get. Well, not even, not only that. You you've made your mark, so to speak. You've put your you've you've planted your flag, so to speak. On the blockchain for that particular piece, um, Two Chains, Quavo, and Lil Baby have basketballs, digital basketballs that are selling for twenty, thirty thousand dollars on on the blockchain right now. Some people, depending on which one you get, because um, there are there are more there are less expensive ones, ones you can buy for a few hundred or a few thousand, right? But depending on which one you get, you get a physical copy of the basketball. You get the actual basketball. None of them play basketball. But you know what I mean? So to, for them to even be selling basketballs, it's like, where is this coming from? Nobody cares. It's the name. And someone gets to plant their flag in that and say, hey, at some point, even if I don't have it now, I have it. And the, pers the person gets to say that I've planted my flag. I've had that. And for the person who says it, who has it right now, you know, we're in hype culture right now. That's what IG is all about. Yeah, and that, that, that's, that's, the, that's the part of it I'm missing. Yes, yeah, flex, flex culture. culture. I'm like, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm so out of that world. I'm kind of come. Yeah. I'm trying to actively detach myself completely from the hype culture part of the world. Yeah. So I'm hype culture, flex want, culture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only want it if it's got practical usage. But and that's what I'm yes. saying with the registering thing. Mm -hmm. The blockchain gives the power back to the people. You right. know what I mean? I'm all for this registration part. Yeah, so... I'm 100% sold. Register it. There's a need for it to be public or labeled or attached legally mm -hmm. to somebody. Exactly. I'm with that part. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm down with that part, but... And you're, and you're, and you're saying your, your brother-in-law is a lawyer, right? Yep. So they have smart contracts right now that are legally binding smart contracts. Um, and he may know about them because, you know, there's, there's some obscurity with that as well. Uh, or, or not obscurity, um, uh, ambiguity with that as well, because it's like, okay, this is still, this is still a digital, like, uh, coded piece of information that we have 
legally binding agreements within, but they are actually developing so that smart contracts can be used and created not just as NFTs, but just put on the blockchain to be accessed by multiple people and verified. So yes, I, I think that you're, you're completely right with that. So um, as far as, since you know me pretty well, mm -hmm. what would you recommend? Well, no, start with everybody. Don't, let's not go to me. Let's okay. start with everybody. Where should people start if they're interested? What, um, okay guys, so I've talked about, we've talked about cryptocurrency for a while. Mm -hmm. Even if you have not learned or started with cryptocurrencies you right. can skip cryptocurrencies if you, you want to you can go directly to nfts yep. okay so even though they're a very similar um i don't, I don't want to say process uh they're, the they're similar they're similar technology characteristics technology no no i wouldn't say character okay. i would say characteristics but i don't want to confuse anyone they're they're on the blockchain they're right it's all surrounding blockchain technology however with cryptocurrencies, you have to learn more about how the blockchain works, how the currencies work, who's behind it, etc. Um, with NFTs, it's basically you're just like if you were to buy and sell do regular you like art. The item yes. And do you want the item? Yes. Except for with the difference is, art doesn't become. You know, it doesn't exponentiate in value overnight. NFT does. NFT art does. Regular art does not exponentiate in value overnight. NFT are in a lot of cases, not every single case, of course. Yeah, but I think part of that, honestly, is because of the hype. It is, but the the money is still going into your account. Right. No, no, no. I mean, you know, I so that's why I, I said, that's why I said be careful. I think it's going to be backwards. I think it's uh, like you said, a bubble. I think it's selling high now, and then in three, four years, you'll be like, ah, I don't nobody want that new. You know, it's the hype is gone. So whoever's left with the piece, I, is I like, agree. Yeah, I agree to an extent. The same thing with Orlando is saying it's the same thing with sne sneaker culture. People are still going to be paying thousands of dollars for for sneakers. However, um, I th that's why I think that when people continue to make physical copies of things, now your Yeezys, like he said, your Yeezys are verified on the blockchain. I don't think that just the art itself, just the digital art, will continue to sell for thousands and thousands of dollars. But I know it's going to continue to continue to sell, you know, for high end. Uh, because of what we said, people are isolated. They're f forcefully making people isolate themselves. All they're really going to have to be able to flex with is their digital art and their, you know, and and and, and their the pictures they take of themselves, pretty much, or, or them enjoying life, living their best life. So I think that's going to continue to maintain its value for it. Okay, <laughs> so I I was saying that to say that if you even if you're not aware or familiar with cryptocurrencies yet you can hop into the nft spaces Correct. you don't need any real certified training you don't mm -hmm. need any um any true lessons well especially yeah. you can buy with your debit cards and things so well what i would do you mind if i suggest no, um yeah what i would suggest is that people look up who popular artists are um, you can YouTube, you can Google it, you know, popular NFT um, artists, see what their art is selling for, see who you should be looking at. But, but this yes. is if you want to get involved because you want to make money from it. Uh, Not if you just, because if I have an artist, she's going to tell me right now, hey, I've got digital NFT art. Well, yeah, if you, if, if, if you want to um, have your art put onto the blockchain you, you come to a company like us or you could figure out now that you would have to, to learn how to do but you could figure out how to do it on your own um 
But yes, for someone who wants to purchase it, you can go to one of these sites. Um, we said Nifty Gateway. You can go to one of these sites. We said Nifty Gateway. Um, Curio was one of them, Super Rare. Uh, OpenSea, and you can purchase these things with your debit card. You can purchase the art that you like with your debit card, absolutely. And how easy is it for me to purchase the artwork? How easy is it to move it off of their platform where I purchased it, and I want to put it. I want to put it in my digital frame at my house. Well, you, you're going to have an. You're going to have an a wallet that all of your art is going to go into. Um, so if you want to put it on in a digital frame, you can record your art and uh, like you know how, however you you can record it on online and put it into your digital frame on a uh, um, an MP4 file or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. Or you could t- you could take pictures of your art and you know um, now if you're gonna put it in a digital frame just a regular digital frame then you would have to obviously load it onto that digital frame but if you have a smart TV or something like that where wherein you can access the internet then of course you can you can just open your wallet and it'll it'll display your art on that that smart TV or that you know that digital frame if that makes sense kind of yeah yeah okay. so if the frame has Wi-Fi a Capabilities, yes. you can just open your wallet. Well, obviously. not just Wi-Fi. You have to have access to uh, OpenSea or wherever your wallet is being. Well, held. Yeah, yeah. So, so an internet capability. Can yes. I just put it on the uh, MP3? I, I believe or, so. I don't. Drive? I haven't. I because haven't. a lot of those digital frames, that's what you do, right? You yes. Jump drive. You stick the jump drive in the frame. Or, well, yeah. Or you can send it to the app that runs the uh, digital frame, and it'll it'll. So so you can plug into your computer and just load them so up there. So you can there. see I don't have yeah. any, right? Yeah, it's, it's different ones. But <laughs> no, I would have to get back to you frame. on the um, like downloading uh, because it's on the blockchain. I'm sure there's a way that you can do it. But I would have to get back to you on like downloading just the art. Well, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what people do. So you purchased it. And mm-hmm. if you're not purchasing, purchasing to resell, so you're not people, just yeah. in this space to just make money off of it. They create showrooms and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because you liked it. How yeah. are you enjoying it now? Yeah, you, you there are showrooms that you can create um, in each app, which it, it like. But I for, want everybody to see it. I don't want me to just see it. No, you can sh- you can make public showrooms that people can see of your uh, on your profiles. Like for NBA Top Shot, you can you can put make a um, what is it called? It's, it's, it's basically a showroom, but a showcase. You so can I can do, go yeah. into your showcase room mm-hmm. and look around. Yes, at what look you at want. what you have. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't. You can make some of your art private, or you can put it into your showcase. Okay. So yes, absolutely. But I know that with the way things are going, uh, if they don't already have a way, I've never. I'll, I'll be honest. I I buy and trade my art. I don't hold it. I don't. You know, just because I'm an investor, that's what I do. Um, and I've never been an art collector. I'm a sneaker collector, though. Sneakers and hats, I've always collected. And coins, like physical coins. But other than that, I don't, you know. So um, I haven't looked into actually downloading and figuring out how to display it. I don't even put my art into showcases. I just buy and sell it. But I I will definitely look into that and have an answer for um, your your guests after this, actually. Um, I had another question. Do you want to talk about how, like, your services, how people can um, create their own NFTs? Um, so, with what we provide as a service is basically minting of NFTs, uh, 
it doesn't matter what type of content creator you are. You can be a musician, a, a, a you know, you can be a an was an audio artist, I guess, a rapper. I don't want to just box everyone. You can be a rapper, singer, whatever. Um, you can actually be someone who creates clothing or other commodities, and we would register and verify the content that you create onto the blockchain. We would manage it for you. We so would. they're sending it to you already prepared. Yes, so and of course it would be. And they're sending it over to yes, you. Yes, and of course it would be you know agreements in place so that you can ensure that we don't steal your stuff. You can ensure that you don't misuse what we give you. Um, but yes, we would we would upload it onto the blockchain. We would manage it for you. We would ensure that you got paid start to finish, uh, and that we would leverage our connections in the cryptocurrency space um, to bring you buyers of your content. And we would manage the entire process through and through, so that you can get your, you can get paid for your art. Because what a lot of people do is, you know, they they go to mint their their things, their their art, their content, but they don't know how to manage it. They don't know how to promote it. They don't know how to market it. They don't know what certain things mean. They don't understand the blockchain. They don't understand cryptocurrency. So you have, even though there are people who are making millions with this stuff, you have to realize those people have teams behind them. Well, yeah, and I saw one site um, I researched. It's it's not like everyone gets on. I, well, I'm sure different sites have different rules, but one site I looked at, not everybody can um, be on the site. Right. You had you to have apply. To a, there was applications, a process, yes. backgrounds. Yes. I, you know, I don't know if you had to have a minimum of so many pieces. Yes. But um, yes, there are a lot of requirements. I think I only looked at one site, but yeah, there was it was a process. There are a lot don't of requirements. Don't accept everybody. Yes, there are a lot of requirements. We don't we don't accept everybody because of all of the requirements that there that there are. Um, you just may not be someone who we can get on to, you know, get get your items minted, your content minted. So we have our requirements, and um, because of that, because of all the requirements, we've had to really revamp a lot of things. We're revamping the website, everything right now. It's in development, redevelopment, um, because we don't want to give people the wrong idea or impression about what it takes to mint your 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 content um but yes there are there are a lot of different do you use certain platforms yes we use certain platforms we use um wax we use um open we, we we actually build a, an entire uh <clears throat> shop for our for our artists so an entire um storefront that's what it's called a digital storefront for our artists so they have their branded storefront where people can come in and purchase their things on different you know platforms based on what kind of art they're creating okay so i'm gonna ask a dreaded question okay because we know we, we live in america we know how this works right how quickly or have they yet or what will happen when such companies as amazon enters the nft space do they suck all the air out of everybody what what do we project? We need to look at the future. So if the market is making that much money, we know they're coming. <laughs> we, big uh, companies tend to be a little bit behind, and they move sometimes slower than you can as individuals and small Well, they're groups. planning. They're planning a yeah, lot. I know they're um, planning. So Amazon would have to basically hire a bunch of content creators, which I'm sure they have. Well, no, for how they work now. You know, you can have your own little shop <clears throat> and sell through Amazon. Right, so they would have to hire or, yeah, um, but the, the, the good thing about Amazon is they've burned a lot of the, the people that they work with. Um, really? And yeah, <laughs> and artists, really? the good thing about artists is artists are usually, and this is not to throw shade or anything at anyone, but artists are usually, uh, outside of the box thinkers and 
a lot of them are are weary of of people getting a hold of their art and using it for their their own gain and cutting them out because it's probably happened to them several times before. So what you hear so, about all the time with Amazon and their book sales. Yes, you yes. Get a very small cut of your own <clears throat> yes. book sale if you sell on Amazon. So these artists are what what Amazon did. What they messed up for themselves is that these artists came to them or these authors came to them looking for ways to sell their art and Amazon took that and exploited it. Whereas in, with the NFT space, with the blockchain, the artist has more control over their content and they have direct access. There is no middleman. So Amazon can try as they might, I'm, I'm, and I'm sure they already are working on it and they're in the planning phases, of course. You have um, Crypto.com creating NFTs. You have the NBA. They have their own NFTs. So, so of course, they're into but it. Really, the big, big winner, though, is going to be the site that is able to make it extremely easy to understand. Easy to work. Easy. Again, we're going to have to think about people coming in that have never done this before. They've never worked with a blockchain ever. But those sites are going to want a lot of money <laughs> from the artists still. Um, if you need a lot of money from the artist i mean you your site just has to be very easy to use it just has to be amazon is very easy to use well that's what i'm saying so that's the that's my point the site that's going to really come out as a really true winner for the masses for the bulk is going to be the the company that established makes the site that is very user friendly absolutely so absolutely. you know amazon's got the one click ship or whatever the one click check out or you know what i'm saying yes, yes. so whoever makes the nft site who that makes is it seamless the most seamless easy yes. to work as an Absolutely. amazon will come out ahead yes Don't and we? that's what that's where we come in uh making it very seamless and very easy for the artist to hey all you have to do is create we're gonna handle everything else for you all you have to do this is where you drop your information this is where you sign all of your releases and we make sure that you know we're, we're managing your stuff um ethically and that's it. You can go back to creation. Hey, we'll you know we'll let you know or we'll send you the check when 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 you, when you know when you're not even sending sending you a check. It's automatically going to be deposited to these their accounts. We're creating the accounts for them that they manage and they have the the access to. Um, so that's that was where we came in, making it easy for the artists to get paid and and to eliminate this idea of a starving artist. Uh, now we want artists to get paid because people want their content. All right, what am I missing? Cause I, my, I'm not extensively. Um, Honestly, that's uh, that's that's pretty much it. Now um, there are NFT display frames. Samsung has created a uh, frame TV hmm. where NFTs can be. This is to answer your question. Um, it says enter the Samsung frame, a great display for your NFTs. The Samsung frame TV, and by the way, this is from NFTCulture.com which I am a subscriber to. Uh, the uh, Samsung Frame TV is a great display frame that presents a decent option with caveats for collectors and their NFTs. Uh, the frame still isn't a perfect solution for NFT displays. You still have to make a copy of the art you want to display. Use a third-party app to connect those images and videos to the display, which is cumbersome. You could connect an Android or Raspberry Pi device to an HDMI port, but that would defeat some of the purpose for NFT collectors. So uh, there is a frame. They're working on the kinks, it looks like, but there is a frame to display your NFTs. All right. All right. Well, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to keep it easy here. Yeah, definitely. the first time the people come to the, the issues, they're going to be like, I, I couldn't understand it. I didn't, you know. 
And that's 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 normal. I think a lot of people when they do run into issues, they I can't understand it. That's it. I don't want anything to do with it. But we have to realize that the world is rapidly changing. Technology is rapidly changing. We're not going to be doing things the same way we are now. And and honestly, in two to three years, it's going to be completely different. Um, the, the thing is, though, we have a lot of people we have to teach. Yeah, we do. That's a that's why we have our let's classes. Look at the, yeah, that's why I we mean, do our let's consulting. Look at when they rolling out stuff, you know, they yep. got several millions of people. Yeah, are not going to all learn at the same time. Yep. and or at the same level. True indeed. True indeed. So, um, that's this is where we are with it. This is this is where we're going. And is there a way to gauge the NFT market? Probably not. Nowhere to. What do you mean by gauge? Because there are different. Well, you know, we um, we have coin market cap for cryptos, so we see how much is in circulation. We can uh, kind of estimate the value. But yeah, cryptoslam.com. Okay, cryptoslam.com. Let me see. Let me make sure I'm giving you the correct. Somewhere that somebody is compiling all this all data, this data together. Yeah. And uh, is it cryptoslam? And then you have cryptoartpulse.com. Yep, cryptoartpost.com. Top sales, um, first sales, live sales. It tells you everything. The uh, origin that it's been that where the NFT is being sold on. So as far as the the portfolio, um, the platform that's being sold on, who the artist is, how much it first sold for, what it last sold for. Um, so you can gauge whether or not the price is going down for that particular piece. Uh, and the other one is CryptoSlam.io. CryptoSlam.io. So, yes, and this gives you NFT stats as well. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm at a loss for words because I don't know an, enough, a lot, to ask a lot of questions. Orlando, you have any? You understand NFTs pretty good? Orlando, are you in the NFT space? Um, yeah, I'm working on one. Oh, okay. Orlando is working, working on, on one. So, um, I, I think I will be getting involved through the children because, uh, Kimmy, and that's, that's the, so you made Kimmy a, yeah, artist. you made a great point about the video games. Mm-hmm. Parents are paying, I, I meant to, to double back. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Roblox. Pa- yes. Parents are paying hundreds of dollars per month for items or characters or, abilities in Roblox that they will never see money from again. They will never get that money back. Whereas in the crypto space with games like Decentraland, Axie Infinity, um, let's name some other ones, Sandbox. Uh, and so I figured yes. this out a long time ago with Sela before I even, before I realized they were even NFTs. When Sela first asked me for money for the game months ago. Which game? Roblox. I don't think Roblox are NFTs. Can you resell them? Yes. You can trade and swamp it. Yeah, remember? So, Sela's friend got her stuff stolen from her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because she had agreed to trade with another player. They went to Discord. Let me see. Somehow the person got all her stuff out of her account. I think we (laughs) looked up. I don't know enough about Roblox. But Uh, yes. um, Do they have an NFT token? We we have to buy Robux. 
Ro- to buy oh, Robux. Yeah, Robux. To buy okay. through Roblox. I'm not sure. I have to look up more on that. Um, if they're actual <laughs> NFTs, because I know you can trade a lot of their games. Even you know our video games on on PlayStation mm-hmm. and Xbox, you could always trade and and sell and buy back and forth. I see. But um, it wasn't on the blockchain, and it was hard to. Like, I thought Rob. Roblox is not on the blockchain. So I, I'm not yeah, really sure. I'm saying for for place to, for the games we played, they weren't on the blockchain. So okay. you said that Sila's friend got her her item stolen. Yeah. If they were on the blockchain, it would be easier to verify. It would be easier to um, see where they went and, and and figure out what happened because at first she didn't know what happened. If I if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't understand clearly what happened. Yeah. From what I was told, she was told to she agreed. She was talking to somebody. They, she wanted to swap clothing, I believe it was. So the person told her to go to a room in Discord. Mm-hmm. So maybe sent her an invite to Discord. She went to Discord. However, you take your items with you or something to Discord. Yeah, I don't, I don't know then, that that could, would be the case. I don't. So I would have to look into it. I'm not okay. saying that Roblox is not on the on the blockchain. I'm not really sure. Um, my daughter isn't old enough to play Roblox, <laughs> so I'm really not sure how that works. But. Um, with Axie Infinity, which I which I also introduced Sila to, um, everything is on the blockchain. You know, you pay with Ethereum or you can pay with, uh, you know, your debit card, and you can trade these these items. And you have children walking around with tens of thousands of dollars in items because when Ethereum was like thirty dollars, they got their parents to buy them. Right. You know what I mean? And now Ethereum right. is but worth. She asked me for a two thousand dollar item now correct so um <laughs> well now things are a piece of an, an ethereum it's not they're not two thousand dollars but yes now these these items are valued at that much so there are children who are walking around as hundred thousandaires or even millionaires and their parents don't even know it because they don't understand blockchain technology so that's where i wanted to go with that these children should be older now so they should yeah know they're older they now yes yes so they should know yep yep all right, um, short episode. Yeah. Tell me something. I mean, not two hours. It's an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, la la la. What else? I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I would I would encourage people to familiarize themselves with blockchain technology. I would implore them, even if they don't get into NFTs, to at least understand it because this is where the world is going. Your government is already going in this direction. They are going to throw, not not the NFT part of things, but blockchain technology. Uh, you can look up FedCoin. There is a digital dollar that is about to be released to you, and this will completely devalue your U.S. dollar, which is already completely devalued, but the only thing that is holding it up is your belief in it. Um, so I would definitely look into transferring over, or transitioning rather, over to a digital dollar, particularly Bitcoin, Ethereum, something that is decentralized because when it's decentralized, it is not controlled by the government, cannot be manipulated as they are known to manipulate currencies, and it gives you more power. And should you need to transfer transfer your funds over into a, a Fed coin or a digital dollar that they are using, it will be a lot easier to do so, in my opinion. Uh, I know the last episode, Kendall had um, some opposing views on that. But for me, I would rather have the one that they don't control. Um, more of that than the one that they do control. Um, I do not offer any classes for this right now, but we will be looking into for what? getting NFT classes. 
Oh, I do I do uh, consulting for uh, yeah, cryptocurrency consulting, blockchain technology, financial technology consulting, and NFTs are one of the areas where I do consult. Um, I can be reached at linkgreen dot t h e chemist uh, the chemist, but that is with the K, so t h e k h e m i s t at gmail dot com. Um, if you are interested in consulting uh, or getting my schedule for, for consulting or consultation, um, or you can reach me on Facebook, Link Green the Chemist. You can reach me on IG as Link Green underscore the Chemist. And you can reach me on Twitter as Crypto Chemist, at Crypto Chemist. All right. With K. With a K. Yeah. Crypto awesome. is a K and Chemist is a K. Yep. And Link is L I N K. Correct. Um, all right, guys. So. There is links, contact information. If you want to um, venture into this space, this arena, you want to learn more, you want to get your NFTs or get your artwork uploaded, marketed, sold, and start generating some income. Um, he's the guy to talk to. I'll tell you guys that I have uploaded more classes um, to my website, my Facebook, my different pages, um, my intro classes. I've added more. I've not done them in at least a month, and I know for a fact I have at least 10 or 15 people that have asked. So they are uploaded now. Go online and check out the schedule. Um, uh, also, if you, are into, if you are an artist or a content creator and you're interested in, in getting your art turned into NFTs, you can also email me at linkgreen.thechemist, with a K, K-H-E-M-I-S-T, at gmail.com, or you can reach me on any of the other social media platforms. And tell them what kind of art you're talking about. Any type of art. It could be. Tell them what kind of art. Oh, okay. It could be. About. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know NFTs, so you have got to tell them. If you are interested in taking your music, your animation, your drawings, your paintings, your um, what other type of art? Even if you if you're if you're a, a clothing designer, uh, if you are any any of those things where you create something, you are a creator of anything. I mean, even if you are, you're someone who, who, who builds houses, I'm not really sure, you, you, you make model cars, whatever the case may be, your own model cars, your own, uh, what do they call the, the, the cars that you drive with the RV, RR? Remote control cars? Yeah, the remote control cars, any of that. If you make anything, any type of content whatsoever, if you make anything if you make your own oils if you make anything it can be sold as an nft i'm telling you this you whatever you think of it can be you know the sky's the limit so if that is you please contact me at link green no e at the end of green dot t-h-e-k-h-e-m-i-s-t at gmail or on ig at link green underscore the chemist with a k um, or on Twitter at CryptoChemist, K-R-Y-P-T-O-K-H-E-M-I-S-T. We'll have this in the uh, show notes. But anything, if you are a creator of anything, it does not matter what it is. It does not matter your age. It does not matter how active you are on social media. It does not matter who you are. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we can get your art registered as NFTs and we can get you paid for it, Okay. So since you just said all this, I'm going to close out in a second. But since you just said all this, you have copyright issues and infringement and all this stuff. We, yeah. Can putting your item on the blockchain 
possibly yeah. protect you? We don't, yes, but we don't do issues? anything without copywriting the information first, okay. the art first. Either they can copyright it or we can copyright it, write okay. it for them. All right, um, guys, so that's a yeah. good thing to yes. know because, you know, obviously pirating is always an issue Absolutely. with everything. We don't play that. <laughs> All right, so Link Green, thank you very much for thank coming. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'll be making my list of things that are potential NFT purchases for me. I don't, I don't know what I could put on an NFT, but I'll think about it. A few things, yeah. But thank you very much for coming. I hope everybody learned something. All the information will be in the show notes to reach out to Link or myself. This has been another episode of Ready Set Free Podcast. Please like, share, rate, review, comment. Um, on any of our streaming locations or on YouTube, Ready, Set, Free. Uh, go to our website, readysetfree.me. Also, I want to say really quickly, shout out to all my new um, listeners and all the prospects that I received from the life insurance episodes. Um, I got to say, I got a huge response on the life insurance episodes. I am very happy about that. Very, very, very happy that you guys received that information. It was easy to understand. And um, this was the spark that some of you needed to start um, your journey or continue your journey or whatever you needed to do to get your life insurance portfolio in place. Again, uh, this, is, this is a financial podcast and life insurance is the basis. It should be the basis of everybody's financial portfolio. So I did want to say thank you very much. I did have a very big response to the life insurance episode and I have another one will be coming up very shortly, but anyway, ready, set free podcast, your host, Kai Wilson, like, share, subscribe, review, click comment and contact me at readysetfree.me. This has been another episode. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Uh, 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 uh.